Welcome to The Empowered Life with Life Coach Terry Holland. It's time to live the life you deserve. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. This is episode 68 of The Empowered Life. Now today we're going to talk about part two of three keys to goal achievement. And before I get into that, I just want to thank all of you for your downloads over this past week, for subscribing, for sharing the podcast, and for those five-star reviews. The more five-star reviews you leave, the more visible I am on iTunes, and so the more people can find me and and enjoy this podcast the way you are. So thank you all for doing that. If you haven't left a five-star review yet, please leave one. It helps me so much, and I really appreciate seeing them. Okay, three keys to goal achievement part two. Today, we're going to talk about congruency. Your self-image must be congruent with your goal. So we talked about part one, which is you have to know what you want. You have to be able to focus on it. It was focusing on what you want, which means you have to know what you want and be able to focus on it. So let's talk about congruency. Your goal must be congruent with your self-image. You cannot outperform self-image. So however you see yourself in your mind, that is how you're going to perform in your life. It will dictate your behavior and your results. So if you don't see yourself in your mind as the person who will accomplish the thing you want to accomplish, you just won't do it. So now let's say we're getting on that plane to Hawaii and the pilot takes off and he or she is one degree off course and never course corrects, never adjusts the course. Where will we end up? We don't actually know. I mean, we might end up in Fiji, which could still be pretty nice. And we might end up in the middle of the ocean somewhere. We don't know. So This is what one degree off course will do to a plane. This is what 1% of doubt will do to your goals. And doubts are what get in the way of your self-image. Doubts are the crushers of dreams and of goals. You can't accomplish what you don't see yourself accomplishing in your mind. So if you set out on a goal, you set out to achieve something, and you have 1% of doubt that you can't do it, then we don't know where you're going to end up. And the greater those doubts, the greater that percentage becomes, the less likely you are to achieve your goal. So what do we do then? What do we do about all this? And what are these doubts that get in the way? So some common ones that I hear coming up all the time are things like, I don't deserve success. I'm not worthy of this. I'm not good enough. I could never. I'm not smart enough. It works for other people. It doesn't work for me. I'm too lazy. I'm incompetent. I can't do it. Nothing ever works out for me. Those are examples of doubts. We also call them limiting beliefs, or in my line of work at NLP, we call them limiting decisions. So what's the difference between a limiting decision and a limiting belief? Well, calling it a belief is kind of passing the buck. It's like saying, oh, this I just have this belief, but where did that come from? Who decided it? See, before it could be a belief, there had to be a decision to believe the belief. There was a decision to accept it. Now, you might not have chosen it consciously. Most likely, you accepted it unconsciously. Because if someone were to say to you, you're not good enough, and you consciously would probably reject that, but maybe unconsciously you didn't at some point. So all of these limiting decisions or limiting beliefs, they had to start as a decision There was a moment where you decided that this was true. And it was most likely done unconsciously, meaning you weren't aware that you were making a decision. 
And a lot of these decisions would come from childhood when the unconscious mind is totally open and the conscious mind hasn't fully formed yet. So there's no critical faculty of the conscious mind to reject an idea or an opinion that comes from an authority figure. So a lot of these limiting decisions will will come from childhood. That's where their root is. So what we do in timeline therapy is we pull out the decision from the root. We go back to the root cause, the first event, which when disconnected will completely unravel that belief for the rest of your life. And what this does is it gives you freedom from any of these limiting decisions. And it happens in an instant. It happens so quickly. And then you can take that newfound knowledge or new beliefs and carry that forward into the future, free of that old stuff. So it's pretty powerful work, as you could imagine. Now, this is what happens to our self-image. So we take on these beliefs, limiting beliefs, limiting decisions about who we are, And as a child, that might not be a big deal at first, right? Say, here's a common one. And actually, this is one of mine was when I was learning how to ride a bike. And I kept falling off as most of us do when we're learning how to ride a bike. And I made a decision then that this is too hard, I can't do it. And I wanted to quit. So as a child, that wasn't such a big deal. And I learned how to ride a bike and it wasn't a big deal. But later in life, that turned into Whenever things get hard, I want to quit. Now you can imagine as an entrepreneur, that belief can be pretty detrimental. So I had to let go of that decision that I made as a child that this is hard, I want to quit. I had to let that go. So these beliefs, often when they're made, it was a very innocent decision made. It wasn't a problem then, and they're not a problem until they become a problem, usually later in life. And that's when people come to see someone like me, And we do timeline therapy and we let go of those limiting decisions and beliefs. So this is where our self-image comes into play. And this is what gets, this is what interferes in our self-image, how we see ourselves are these limiting decisions. So you have two choices. You have two choices. If you have limiting decisions, which everyone does, if you didn't, you'd be a very enlightened being right now. And that'd probably be pretty cool. So everyone has limiting decisions. Now, if your goal is not congruent with your self-image, you have two options. One, you can change your goal. You can change it so that it matches the self-image you currently have of yourself. Now, I don't recommend that. I don't recommend it because I think when you're 95, 100 years old, and you look back on your life, I don't think that'd be very satisfying for you. Or you work with someone like me and you let go of your limiting decisions We clean up the past and create a very compelling future that you can move towards easily and effortlessly. Now, I think that's the way to go personally, but it's totally a choice. So that's part two of keys to goal achievement. So just to recap, part one is you have to know what you want and focus on what you want. And part two is your goal must be congruent with your self-image. All right. Thanks for joining me today. I would love, if you like this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Leave a five-star review. Reach out to me on Twitter at Terry H. Coaching or on Facebook at Terry Holland Coaching. And if you're interested in a 30-minute consultation with me completely free, go to my website, terryholland.ca and book yourself in for a 30-minute consultation. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. Hope you have a fantastic day. Mm-hmm.